right, everybody, welcome to Learning the Tropes. I'm Erin. I'm Clayton. And I'm your romance novel veteran. And I'm the Virgin. And we're your hosts. We really do have to come up with something other than Virgin for you. Well, I think there is a lot of people who are wondering after the break that I would emerge as not a virgin. Mm-hmm. But I think it I think my virginity actually grew back over the break. Because <laughs> that can in six weeks. That can happen. Because I've been saving myself. I've been saving myself for the audience. I have not read any romance. Mm-hmm. But also because I had a lot of net galleys to catch up with. Yeah. Not romance net galleys. Yeah, I had I had a backlog. My percentage was low. I had to do something about it. How have you been doing? We we've been, we've talked to each other during the break. We know how we're doing, but the audience doesn't know how we're doing. So how are you doing, Erin? Good. I mean, I think it was good to take the break. I, you know, because I think we talked about when we announced that we were doing it, like. We had been reading basically a book a week for two years. And for a while in there, we were reading two books a week, which is just like a very fast pace. Because I also think, um, you know, when we came up with that, I I was reading two or three romance novels a week. And so I was like, oh, yeah, this is gonna be no problem. But there is a difference between reading for your own pleasure and then reading for a deadline when you know you're gonna have to speak about something and just the way that you interpret the information. We said when we came back, there was gonna be a... a a bit of a format change and it's not anything like I'm not I'm still going to be a virgin obviously that's not what we're talking about but the frequency in which we put out episodes or not not the frequency we put out episodes but what we're doing each month and so what we decided because of workload and we wanted our we wanted to be able to give as much attention to each book as we could, we're going to start doing a book every other week. So we're going to do around two books a month, but that doesn't mean that we're going to only do two episodes. We're going to do episodes like this, preview type episodes that like we used to do, but in those episodes, we're going to answer questions, we're going to read mail, we're going to read reviews, we're going to talk about stuff. So you're still going to get an episode. It's just not going to be about a book. Yeah, exactly. Because I think we didn't want to stop doing the show because we both love doing it so much. And we love like connecting with people and our audience is so is so great. And getting to discover these books to talk about these books has been so much fun. But we needed to figure out a way to do it a little bit more sustainably. Because you know, both of us right now have some pretty exciting like outside projects that we're working on as well. Um, and so we want to make sure that, you know, we're able to like fully integrate doing the podcast into our lives and not have it take over our lives again. We will be doing of course, special episodes now and then where we're going to get mm-hmm. interviews. If a movie comes out, we're going to do movie reviews. Hint, hint. We've got one coming up pretty soon. I want to assure you that you will have enough of us and more of me than most people can handle. Mm-hmm. So no worries in that department. But I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be talking to the audience again. I missed everybody, and I'm very excited about our first book back because I chose it. 
I know this is such a special book, guys, because normally I do the choosing, but we had been texting about like, when should we come back? What should we do when we come back? And I was trying to think of like, okay, well, what is a great book to come back on? And then randomly one afternoon, Clayton texted me this book and he said, we're reading this next. This is the one I want to read. Mm -hmm. And we came back early because Clayton wants to read, (laughs) doesn't want to have to wait. So Clayton, what are we reading for next week? We are reading... Love Code, an AI plus alien romance, galactic love book number two by Anne Aguirre. This is the author of Strange Love, one of my favorite books ever, and it's the second book in the series. Just came out a little bit ago, which I would go on Amazon and check and see if the second book had come out, and I just randomly did it, I think, like two weeks ago, and it was out, and I was psyched. Should we flap it? I'll flap, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Go for it. He's cute. He's cranky. His code is sleek as hell. What's an amnesiac AI doing in a place like this? Helix has no idea. He knows he planned to build a life for himself on Gravis Station, but he has no clue what he's been doing for the last half cycle, nor does he understand why his ship crashed. A genius terrar... Terrellan, see, this is so bad for me because I can't do alien names. A genius Terrellan scientist saved him by copying his code into an organic host. And after meeting her meddling mothers, it seems like his problems have only just begun. She's clever. She's creative. She claims that he's her mate. Oh, jeez. Q-A-I-U. How would you say that? Qualu? Oh, it's L. This is like an eye test for me because I thought that was an eye. <laughs> Kualu has no interest in relationships. She'd much rather be working in her lab, innovating instead of socializing. Problem is, the Terrellan believe that one cannot be happy alone. When a solution literally falls from the sky, she leaps at the opportunity to advance her research and teach Helix how to be Terrellan, Jesus, Terrellan, while calming her mother's fears. It might be unconventional, but she's ready to break all the rules for a little peace. They agree to pose as each other's mates for the most logical reasons, but love always finds a way. I think what happens to me is that as soon as I see a alien anything, I just get panicky. Like, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it, but most of Mm -hmm. them are pretty easy to pronounce. Yeah, you just sound it out. I'm excited that you loved, obviously, you love Strange Love so much. And yeah, and I'm excited to sort of like read the next book and... Because I think what Anne Aguirre does is so interesting with having like non-human characters um, that I'm sure it's going to be really good, or I hope so. Anne Aguirre has a, a an interesting sense of humor that I really enjoyed, and mm-hmm. I I hope that it you know remains in this in this book. I also thought that this was a good book to come back to because we were so. Bridgerton heavy as we left where that was literally I think all we did and thought and talked about for like the last two months yeah and this is also seems to be as far from Bridgerton as possible not that I want to get away from Bridgerton you know obviously we love Bridgerton but you know we wanted to try something different is there anything else we wanted to talk about? We wanted to do a special shout out for somebody. Yeah. So the other day, I have such a hard time um, 
with the concept of time currently of was that four days ago? Was that a week and a half ago? It's impossible to know. But I got an alert on uh, our Learning the Tropes Instagram that somebody had like tagged us in a bunch of Instagram stories. So I was like, oh boy. And so I went and it was this very lovely girl. It was the year reading Hattie is her Instagram handle. And her name is Sophie. And um, she was talking all about like us and like, honestly, the first <laughs> the first video that she put, I was like, oh, no, she's about to start saying something really mean about us because she was like, you know, and I really like them and I listen to them a lot and everything. And I was like, OK, what's the criticism? I was getting very nervous, but there was no criticism. She was only absolutely lovely and very complimentary of us, which we really appreciate. And she must be like a graphic designer because based on a few episodes that we had done with uh, Sarah McLean of all of your favorite romance novels and Faded Mates, um, she had done mock-ups of were Clayton to become a romance writer. We decided that his name would be Clayton Craven <laughs> and she put together all of these like mock-ups for for the romance covers and they're amazing yeah they're really great and you texted me these that's how i get the feedback is is aaron will screenshot things and text them to me Mm -hmm. and it was really i didn't have the the interaction with this that you did where you at first thought things were going to get bad (laughs) but when you sent those i i was really amazed and flattered and thought that was really really funny the the covers are great yeah it was just so fun to see those come to life and i guess now i have to write all of them you do but yeah we we love that that was so nice to see anybody who takes any kind of time like that to do a homage to our work mm-hmm. is is great in our book so we love all any of that kind of stuff we love it And so we're coming also up uh, against a very tricky time for romance. We're coming through Valentine's Day. Yeah. Which for some reason is a time where a lot of reporters who don't read romance, which I do find very funny because there are so many great cultural reporters who do read romance. So it's like, why are you going to the people that don't? Uh, And then they decide to write about romance. And here's the thing. There was like a big one that came out recently and everyone was in in a Twitter, no pun intended, about it. And I think from my like moving forward for these things is just like, I'm very bored. I don't feel like these sort of like clickbaity articles like have say anything particularly interesting or new i feel like i could write one in my sleep because they're so derivative and boring that it's like i just don't want to engage with them anymore i feel like it's 2021 it's a new year i kind of only want to amplify like the positivity so i don't know if that helps you know the next time that one of these like mean articles goes around just uh don't pay attention to it. It's, it's it's exhausting. Yeah, I agree. I don't engage with that sort of stuff. Um, all right, Clay, do you miss talking to everybody? You I don't do, want to say goodbye. I do miss talking to everybody, but yeah. do you want to do the tell people where they can find us? Of course. So you can always email us at learningthetropespodcast at gmail.com. Um, oh, I went through the learning the podcast, the, sorry, the learning the tropes emails and responded to a lot of people and added a lot to the list. So our our list of recommendations is is hopefully pretty up to date. But if you have a recommendation for us, email us there. You can also um, follow us on Twitter at learning tropes or on Instagram 
Instagram at Learning the Tropes. Oh, and we're on Facebook. We have the Facebook group. So just search the Learning the Tropes troop. Um, and you're rusty. You'll have to an- I am rusty. I'm sorry. Well, there's a bit that we don't say anymore. So there you go. Mm. Yep. Mm. All right, Clayton. Well, thanks so much. We'll talk to everybody next week. Yes. Bye. Bye, bye, guys.